0: We're back, again.
1: Are we back? Oh, oh, we're actually recording then. Yeah, I hit the button. <laughs> <clears throat> well, the button is all important, bro.
0: Yes. Well, so I guess on this episode, we're going to have <laughs> current events, yeah. and we have, a, and we have a special
1: guest. <laughs> we do. We do.
0: I don't know if it would have been more epic to uh, to surprise you while we're recording, but I felt that. Yeah. I felt that this this special guest message. You
1: should probably
0: hear it first.
1: Yeah, no. Well, yeah. I guess like it could have gone south. <laughs> I didn't know. I you sure. What you want? You don't want forty-five minutes of me just openly weeping? <laughs>
0: no. Are you just are you just being mad at me for forty-five minutes? That would that would be awful.
1: It, it would add nice tension. Oh, it,
0: it would be palpable. <laughs> Right, so, it would be an and, insane amount of tension.
1: <clears throat> so, yeah, with zero context uh, whatsoever, um, Rob decided to gift me out of nowhere with a cameo um, because I gifted him about a little over a week ago uh, with the knowledge that cameo existed.
0: Oh, now the power. <laughs> so
1: so <laughs> Rob has now found out that he can get, uh, like, c and d level uh, um stars quote unquote. there are
0: some prize there are like surprising or, you know, like b like upper oh, b stars there, on cameo. there
1: are some i would consider brian cox to be an a and if you spend yeah. like i think it's like 350 it, it was like, it was reasonable if i had 350 dollars to just like set on fire i would easily get myself uh brian cox you know shout out you know
0: oh yeah um,
1: but i
0: saw that <laughs> i saw somebody else's on there that did you see hold on just i'm gonna text gary, you i saw gary Busey,
1: on. see gary Busey's on there and i i think that was like 175 or something dude i would pay I, <laughs> I i i'll pay 175 or at the very least i'll pay like you know uh 85 90 or whatever um and, and split it with you
0: oh yeah just because I'm sure, I'm sure, uh I'm sure he will ramble for a while. You'll get your money's worth. I mean, because of the brain injury and all, he'll. And just...
1: that's you do. He has a goddamn guitar. He has yeah. a guitar, dude. The guitar alone. Are you kidding? Yeah, it'll be well worth <clears> it.
0: <throat> well, this episode we're gonna do a our quick reviews and opinions on two uh, one is definitely new malignant and then the other one i assume is fairly new which is one that i definitely watched um the unholy which is uh sam Raimi and robert tappert mm-hmm. produced
1: rob definitely 100 uh watched uh unholy so i'm gonna 100 thousand percent let rob do the uh setup for that one and then we'll discuss after that <clears throat>
0: Yep, I got the Wikipedia page pulled up right here. Um but uh but before we get any further, we're going to let our let our little instead of having a metal mix up mash up because I didn't have time to do one. Uh we're going to we're going to let Patrick's pep talk. We got we're going to call this Patrick's pep talk. <clears throat>
1: hey, so Rob's so, going to spend money every single week to get a a, a C-level celebrity. To, you
0: know, unless I have time for a metal mashup. Which yeah. I'm sure will come soon. Okay. Yep. So, this is the Patrick Pep Talks segment.
2: Good. <laughs> Hello, creeps. It's your old pal John Cassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I'm so glad I did that. And today I have a very special pep talk from my good fiend Robert. <laughs> <laughs> he says he has a prick of a friend named Patrick who needs some up. Lifting.
1: <laughs> Before I sort of realized what it was about. Oh, at
2: first, I thought he was pulling my chain. <laughs> well, listen, I do hope that you still have a bone for those you love. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm a bag of bones, and I'm still standing <laughs> well, you know, Robert tells me you got one hell of a good looking penis. <laughs> You're going to have to find someone who'll give you head and then let you keep it. <laughs> but seriously, I do hope you recover soon. And until then, may all your screams come true. From Robert and, of course, your old pal, John Kaseer, the voice of the Crypt Patrick, be well. I do love how I love he's the way he John yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 He's like, I, but, but for real, guys, I, I, I do need acting gigs. So if you could uh, remember my name. And- yeah, it's need me give me a, give me a call please
0: it's like somebody who speaks in a perfect english accent but has some hispanic background as soon as they get to a spanish word just drops the full accent
1: Dude, that is i so i i do listen in, we're gonna
0: go to the football game we're gonna watch so and so they're gonna have some tamales <laughs> where, the, where the hell did that come from
1: There's, todd like the, i i can't i can't do the, the R roll but i listen to npr um because i'm boring like that Uh, but i listen to npr on my way to work and there's this one reporter they have and like she she speaks in a completely flat just american accent like you know not even like there's not a southern accent there's not a twinge to it anywhere it's just like the most bland accent you can think of and then at the end where she says her name it's like maria something um and i mean she hits every rolling r like like it's full on like holy shit like she just came across the border from mexico and uh started reporting but just when she said her name
0: thank you for tuning in to news at 10 this is your reporter maria sanchez it's like, <laughs> it's like okay where did that come from <sighs> like well anyway i was watching patrick while i played and i could see the, the post-traumatic stress and pain in his eyes but he's a good sport in it here you go and it, and it cost me money
1: so, <laughs> so we're gonna use it. That's
0: why he allowed me to use it. But either which way, I thought it was I thought it was a good pep talk. I thought it was I thought it was good. You could play it anytime he starts to feel bad.
1: It is no, I am going to watch that multiple times. <laughs> like i I that's why it, before we started recording this, um, as we alluded to Rob Rob let me listen to it earlier and uh
0: no context though, I just said I sent you a video.
1: <laughs> well, yeah um no i had already watched it i watched it while the phone was ringing
3: oh (laughs) like that's
1: why it took me a while to answer because i'm like no fuck you i'm watching this shit oh um so like yeah so (laughs) i don't even know remember where where i started talking just then um the fact of the matter is i i absolutely adored it i've got it saved on my computer then i emailed it to myself so i have it on my phone i'm sure there's a more efficient way to do that but i don't know it so um and then i proceeded to send it out to my wife and my brothers and
0: <laughs> i got this great friend <laughs> who tells c and d rated celebrities about my most tr- traumatic incidents ever happened in my life
1: <laughs> yes
0: not with a lot of detail okay i will say i i have some couth i just put it out there that there was a procedure and uh oh
1: one of of my favorite uh and and (laughs) the best part is is anybody listening to this who is who isn't like in our our friend circle or part of our uh, my family um wouldn't has no idea what the hell we're talking about but what i will say is that i was able to do this wonderful thing where um you know, it's, it, it's kind of a personal and rude question to ask somebody if they've, if they've been out of work or gone for a while for surgery. It's kind of rude to just blatantly be like, oh, wh- wh- what did you have surgery on, right? So yeah. I make sure to teach every one of them a lesson and just like straight face, <laughs> no shame, like direct eye contact. Oh, uh, yeah, they had to uh, cut out part of, my, part of my urethra and sew it back together. Yeah. And, and, then, and then look and then, on their face. I mean-
0: Marissa is nice enough to send me medical videos
1: Yeah, say, this uh,
0: yeah. is it right here. This is what they do. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, no. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. How is that even legal on YouTube?
1: Oh, I don't know. I can't believe it. Like,
0: because the video she sent.
1: Like that. Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> um, but. Um, enough about Patrick's case. We've, we've been talking We're about this for to... a while. Uh, insane, stupid medical practices uh, are a perfect lead-in to insane
0: uh, stupid horror movies
1: there you go um so we're going to start off with our review of malignant which, it was
0: awful and unoriginal and i hated it so now we can move on
1: <laughs> to was, uh more pressing most, matters it was most definitely unoriginal it was 100 percent unoriginal i will say at least james wan is at least claiming that it's on purpose okay i don't uh, think
0: so
1: you know yeah It couldn't not be if you've seen his other work like this was stylistically. I mean, yeah, it had a little bit of James Wan um, uh, feel to it, obviously, Um, but he's much more. When is it competent because it was it was pretty much competently made. Um, It wasn't. He's much more um, modern than that, like the camera. Yeah. the, the tracking shots. Um I mean even even the ones that clearly um were done with more modern technology, uh they had this this older feel to them, if it makes if that makes any sense. There no, I an-
0: mean I think they definitely I think I think some of the things were intentional. I think I but I don't think it was made I don't think the goal was to make an intentionally cheesy I, to, I me, to me it was cheesy I'm, that's in my opinion
1: I think
0: I think it was his vision of a he was trying to do something that wasn't modern like all the other things he did um maybe it was intentional I just it's hard for, some things it's hard for me to believe were intentional like the acting in this movie
1: I thought was like horrendously bad no, it was, but again, like it wasn't, like it wasn't so much. If you within the first five minutes, especially like those those deep reds, like where yeah, the lighting the the very deliberate, um, oversaturated lighting effects and everything like that. I mean, that's what that's what told me from the get go. Okay, he's doing this on purpose. This is this is what he's trying to call back to, um, and then even the camera angles he used and everything like that, um, and then the acting it was it was that weird like um almost like a stage acting uh yeah it felt like
0: daytime soap opera
1: yeah yeah um again i think i think it was i think that was on purpose Um, well and
0: it's just it's
1: it's double-edged for me because it's
0: like if he wanted look i don't like italian horror i don't like giallo i think it's all crap um but i don't even appreciate it i don't I just don't. But if that's if that was his intention, to try to do a throwback to Giallo, yeah. Um, I think on some of the most important marks, he just missed it. Like it wasn't brutal, like a lot of Italian horror. Um, it was it was pretty brutal at times. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things that were brutal, but and maybe this was a budget restriction or something. But
1: it did cut I, away from the direct gore. You, they did of-
0: and then you know like the stabbing scenes and the blood spatter coming off the it's like creamy. every well it was but everything's cgi'd i mean the blood spatter was cgi the bleeding yeah. was cgi'd the, yeah. i mean just stuff to where there's a scene where they cut away where the <clears throat> the thing is attacking i think the woman doctor um and it's a cutaway you don't see anything except for blood spattering on cabinets and a cgi yeah. Blood spattering. How much? How much does it cost to have a grip with like a paintbrush loaded with like, just to like splatter or like in a good Italian horror, like just dump half a gallon of of blood? So
1: there's, there's just
0: certain things that took me out of it, and then of course yeah. the number one thing in this movie is the the story and the twists.
1: Okay, so and Savannah, we have to we have to. Okay, can we set can we set the rules right now? Do we is this going to be like a spoiler review or is this uh spoiler free? Um because so much of what I I I feel like you can't review the story elements without spoiling it.
0: Okay. This is going to be no. Yeah. Forget <laughs> that. This is going to be a spoiler a, a spoiler okay. alert right now if you don't like yeah. it. Look, okay. We'll give you like is spoilers are coming up, and then you
1: can. Yeah, we won't. We won't just drop hit, them on you.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, it was her twin, Siamese twin. There, oh. I dropped it. I'm so, sorry. Oops. But I told <laughs> you, spoilers are coming that up.
1: That doesn't but even. Well, hold on though. That, no, that, that doesn't even come close think, to spoiling I think, it. I think anybody would be able to come to that conclusion relatively early on. Okay. Okay. Well, we're well said spoilers. I say because of everything else that this movie like ripped off or took away from, like I swear to God, I've seen this concept in more things than I can i can't unfortunately i i can't name like a lot of it just seems like stuff that i've seen in passing you know i
0: mean i think we could like fire off okay there are it it obviously rips off well it rips off basket case oh yeah it rips off it's alive Uh,
1: there's like there are like two i want to say two episodes at least of tales from the crypt
0: oh Um, absolutely uh, it was like uh,
1: what was the one um there were these brothers who were Siamese twins. Um,
0: well, it rips that one off, and it also rips off the ventriloquist one with the Siamese twin kind of retracting itself almost in and out. But it most certainly just in the was, movie. Was,
1: hold on, that was that. Yes, that was the one I was trying to think of. That was a, a the his
0: hand. His hand was the dummy. Yeah, and it would talk, and he was a Siamese twin, and it was Bobcat Gothwaite. Who, yes, and that's yes. one of my all time favorites, and um. Thank but no, you. it and it definitely it rips off the ring. It rips off basket case, It rips off several. Well, there was uh, the... tales from the crypt. It rips off it's alive. Um and I never it, it, of... it, it rips off every Jackie Chan movie I've ever seen.
1: <laughs>
0: because spoiler alert, Gabriel the Siamese twin uh he knows kung fu and he literally kung fu's an entire police precinct. So, for, I don't know, 47 minutes.
1: Okay, so, yeah, let's get into this part. So, let's get into the whole Gabriel thing, because we've already established, look, uh, the bottom line as far as, like, I I actually appreciated the movie, okay? Um, I did see, now, as far as it being original, no, it wasn't in any way, shape, or form. However, it wasn't We
0: supposed- must remove the cancer, and we must save it. Yeah, we, we must say that. So twenty-seven I, times.
1: I, 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 I knew from you know, um, within like, like twenty minutes in or so. Like, and I even I, I, I sent in in the text group that we're at, and that we're in. I sent in about twenty minutes in or something. I was like, okay, if this is going where I think it's going, like I, I'm pretty sure I just figured out the twist. Like twenty minutes in. Um, see,
0: that's where like I kind of
1: early trailers right here, like. Like, one of the first times you see Gabriel, the killer, um, they're essentially walking all wonky and stuff. And for a split second, you're like, oh, they're doing, like, the Japanese, you know, jerky walk thing. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, oh, no, uh, their body's backwards. Okay, well, I've seen this shit before. She, the, she's got a face in the back of her head. Done. Like, <laughs> it was especially, there were so many other things she, she mentioned uh, something about. I've always wanted a blood connection like and then and then mentions who her sister, oh, I was adopted, blah 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 um
0: well, I mean Savannah, who didn't look i to be completely honest here, I may be a little bit biased uh about about it because within i don't know within like the first five posts in uh the horror group uh, about the genius of this movie um i just I just Wikipedia it read the plot and i was like okay you know you oh, watched it you know of course this i don't give a shit this movie wasn't gonna make or break my day but God. savannah but savannah doesn't care about that stuff and about the same time 20 25 minutes in and yeah. this is savannah's never even seen basket case she's got no interest <laughs> in this kind of stuff um she was like gabriel's Gabriel's a twin or Siamese twin or something because it opens in a hospital. They just they spoon-feed you everything to the point to where even though this twist, which is not that unbelievable of a twist in the genre, mm-hmm. you, it's like they just give it to you. Like you said, the detectives, the hands are backwards. That's you know, so strange.
1: You want you know, you wanna, you know yeah, they, they don't even... like Not only that, but it even failed, and I was going to go back and, and rewatch it, but there were specific times that I was watching it and it couldn't be consistent it was like sometimes they forgot they yes. either forgot or ran out of budget because you would see uh gabriel running away but it was running like a normal person right and then the next shot you would see they're like they had the shoes on backwards and all that shit you know but like or, they...
0: or he would be running away and he would there's and, and oh my god the science or the not science or whatever it is about this movie um science
1: right yeah, yeah. No, yes. there, there was no the science.
0: Well, it's because okay. it's not supernatural. At least I'm calling it. They keep forgetting they didn't know because Gabriel could disappear into the darkness. But also in the in one scene in the hotel yeah, in the hotel room, rumors. he took a nine millimeter to the hip and he limped while he Jackie Chan off a building. Then in the end of the movie, the cop shot other one th- shot three times stomach and in the chest and they've closed and they closed up on it in the movie to show you
1: it went through that was a big hole
0: and it showed you in the movie but then at the end of the but then like nothing ever happened so it's like is it is it supernatural is it real I'm I mean it was physical because he was a physical Siamese twin and then of course the doctors cut piece like like basically like put it put the Siamese (laughs) twin in a deli slicer (laughs) Cut as much off as they could and then shove the rest well, then, in the back the of her. Way, head. The way and they stapled just it, clothes.
1: like that that's fine. Like shoving like shoving dirty clothes under a bed. Just, just that's fine. Just get in there. Like, and there's still like eyes and teeth. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> gnashing away. Like, and, they're, and they're
0: just gonna put like a patch like, over it. Like oh, yeah, but,
1: it'll be good. He he went to sleep. What? What the
0: fuck? What? Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like I I it's haven't a, seen a, a lot of italian horror at least i have seen a lot i just didn't pay attention yeah I'm uh, that's what i was doing but like there is some out there i'm trying to think of the one that took place with the chainsaw guy in the um on the uh campus the college campus it was was on joe bob but the ending of that movie rob you covered it on cch of course i did
1: that's the only way i watched
0: No, I watched it on Joe. I've never seen that movie before. Until Joe Bob Briggs, like I watch movies. I'm not here to review movies that I watch. I'm here to review movies that I know the title of, and that's it. Good. Um, but anyway, the ending of that movie was just like this random reveal. The killer was, the killer was Stephen, who's never been introduced in the movie, and we don't know who he is. Meanwhile, this movie's got like, I'm pretty sure, right at two hours or two hours five runtime, and you know everything if you don't know it by 25 minutes in you know it by at least the 45 minute mark oh yeah and the rest of this movie so
1: nice to keep all secretive about it
0: well and like the crazy thing is um you know okay so it opens up it tells you it basically feeds everything to you yeah. and then it kind of turns into like you said it's like it's like james wan or whoever well i have to blame james wan because he's the writer director, like yeah. editor, cinematographer, everything. And his movies look great and this looked good. But like yes. you said, throughout the movie, he builds up tension. And then he the tension... try... yeah, or... he keeps trying to. Or he he's builds tr- up tension through like each scene has tension yeah. instead of the full movie. Like each scene has like every scene has a beginning, middle, and end kind of tensioner. Uh, but yeah. then like you said, the police officers who are the biggest tension builder in the movie because nobody believes it's her mutant siamese twin that's doing it. Yeah. Um like you said they just keep forgetting their own evidence. It's like they arrest her, but then they believe her, but then they don't believe her, but then they found but, this
1: evidence. No, 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 and then but, they, okay, so there's your supernatural element because out of nowhere for with with no explanation what's amnesia Gabriel no Gabriel had he had fucking electricity powers, dude. He could that's op- right. It's right he could operate Phones and stuff, which they didn't really use much of. You know what? Here's my question. Here's my question. Okay, so Gabriel was a he, right?
0: E, well, um, yes, I assume.
1: But Gabriel had no genitalia.
0: Okay, I'm not going to get into this with you. I've told you a thousand times that that <clears throat> gender is an opinion.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, Rob. Somebody <laughs> assigned. Somebody assigned it a gender rob maybe
0: that's why he's mad did you ever think (laughs) about that
1: i i did not actually that's (laughs) That's why he's so upset that's actually a valid point rob thank you
0: but yeah no he doesn't and i don't know what
1: he's mad about like he's mad about getting shoved back inside what wouldn't you be are you kidding me he's mad because he was like a little fucking like just
0: but okay, but if they it share was, the same okay, but
1: looked, if, they, if he looked like one of the shells of a, a <laughs> cicada. he looked like a cicada shell stuck on the, this woman, he and he's just he like flailing like, her. Ah,
0: but I mean, life. but if they, but the if, if they share, yeah, but if they share the same brain, that means they share the same consciousness,
1: right? Okay, see, that's that's something that this thing completely misunderstood especially like with siamese twins and shit
0: i mean i just thought about that like if they're sharing the same brain and he can put her to sleep or awake and he
1: exactly that's not how that's not even how siamese twins work i mean don't get me wrong none of this is how any of it works but like there would have room for every
0: time every time you say something like that i just picture that 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 Geico meme or whatever (laughs) that you made about something but like this isn't how any of this works this isn't how not one thing works this way none of it but like
1: there would have to be room for that second brain instead they they shove they shove his entire head into her head and then just put a piece of bone over it. Where'd they get the extra bone? Yeah that's one
0: thing too. Where's the guy
1: they just put the extra bone just right there. And like, there you go. You're all set. And then, and then they just forgot. And there was no follow-up appointment. Nope. <laughs> there was none. It was like, okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. We, we, we put bone over it. <laughs> You're fine. He's got electricity powers now because we shocked him, but it's, it's fine. You'll be all right.
0: They don't you, go into and uh, so keep her has... quick,
1: knives. Say, say what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. It, it, it's fine. Have yeah. Care.
0: No. And then it's like,
1: okay, damn,
0: this is already this movie's so Okay, so they, they shove him back in the head, yeah, in her head, and he goes he goes to sleep. He goes to Sleepy Town. Um, then I assume then she is adopted out to the adoptive parents, and then there's all these because you can't have you can't have a horror movie or any movie nowadays without Look, I love the 80s and 90s, but there's always the VHS tape throwback. And yeah. she's still talking to him. It's yeah. her imaginary friend. So he he
1: was he didn't go to sleep. No. He was awake. No, so and they, never, and they whole, never
0: tell us how he goes back to sleep.
1: No, again. They, they did in, a, in in one throwaway line. So okay. that's why he was saving the sister for last. Because uh, because it was when the baby was born, she forgot about him.
0: But see, that's. also, just doesn't make sense guess. if he can control her consciousness.
1: No, not at, Cons-
0: at all. Or whatever it is, but because because it, cause, cause it yeah. just take no. it, it just takes like the uh, the wife beating husband that slams her head up against the wall to awaken him. But he was never asleep, and it just.
1: I Rich. mean, okay, it's so weird. It just doesn't make any sense here, how any just, of this works. Here's an issue, and and like on the one hand, and I caught myself for a second because I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This whole movie I have been thinking about just how unreasonably skinny she is, you know? Yeah. she is unreasonably skinny. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty cool how they, or at least that, that's um, pretty consistent how they threw in the fact that he's been leeching nutrients off of her, right? And then, but then they remind me, well, that's the reason... She keeps having miscarriages because he's leeching resources and you know nutrients.
0: Okay, okay, I she gotta, can I,
1: sustain I, a baby. But how? I,
0: I have to. I, I, I got to hit timeout here. I got to hit timeout real quick. What's up? One, we have a ring ripoff where the the blonde little sister drives to basically Dracula's castle. In the middle of nowhere, and oh, when you the, get... the, the, oh, the, the, the best like, yeah. line, the yeah. best line in the movie, yeah, is when she goes, "Oh wow, like who doesn't know that exists? There is a castle, a literal mental asylum castle, anywhere near, within a hundred miles of your town. Yes. You know it's there." Okay, and then two at the end, Especially just like what you said, all abandoned. Yeah, and then two, like what you said, she goes <laughs> there, she finds some files of course they're there just happen to be there all the files she needs um
1: and, and <clears throat> these people are all still alive the the surgeon is like a renowned surgeon who has a trophy she has a best Sergio. she has a
0: first place surgeon trophy which i thought i it's even text that. patrick back a
1: trophy are you kidding me have this giant very expensive looking um uh <laughs> hospital that's just completely and utterly abandoned with all the medical files still there
0: on beachfront property on built built on a cliffside
1: expensive i'm in telling seattle. you seattle there's no way in hell that place is unnoticed we had here in town we had a uh an, an abandoned mental asylum uh, called land. Sunland. <clears throat> and um we all went there for years best oh, yeah. be damned. Um, that's probably why I'm coughing a little bit right now. Um, I but, had to
0: crawl, then the basement flooded and we had to crawl through the basement. and I waded through <laughs> flood water in Sunland Asylum. And that's probably where the cancer is going to come from. <laughs> I get it.
1: I, I, I can't imagine fucking doing that. Are you, you got cancer, but everything's below of, the waist. Your, you're out of your goddamn mind.
0: Oh, yeah, Mike Long. Oh, you know, Mike, Mike Long. He doesn't listen to podcasts, but uh, he said he wouldn't do it. And I was like, well, it's not a big deal. It's just a little bit of water. And then when I hit it, it was like up to my chest. <laughs> so I <laughs> waded through the flooded basement of an insane asylum.
1: Jesus Christ. OK, so anyways. <clears throat> so um, the movie culminates, I mean my thing is the movie is ridiculous the movie makes no sense um like i guess it follows its own rules i enjoyed it does it the not ridiculous. follow any rules i enjoyed it for the ridiculousness that it is i i have to be honest i um, just
0: want to say one more thing about the
1: sister i could not stop laughing as, oh it was hilarious as, during the police scene um and 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 if if you say you don't think he did it on purpose, and you think that the you know like the bad acting and the bad writing, if you don't think that was on purpose, explain the 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 scene where she's in the the, the cell at the no. jail. No, see that's my whole I, thing. I was, think what he hundred percent that had to be. It well, was, I
0: think everything he did in this was intentional. I just don't think he thought it was that bad. Like I don't know where I don't know how when she's in one a jail cell that's like the. <laughs> It's like a thousand square foot jail cell with fifty prostitutes in it, and how from going from the interview room, very, very into,
1: mean prostitutes, by the way.
0: Yeah, into the jail cell, we somehow got transported from present time to nineteen seventy four, <laughs> and there's like multiple Pam Greer lookalike yes. prostitutes in there, and then oh, two again, it's like the movie not to... following its own rules. The cops literally just had all of their electronics, yes, and. Everything manipulated. Yes. And I don't mean let her go, she's free, but we're just gonna put her in general population. Yes. In this holding cell. One, even if it didn't manipulate, this woman is being charged with like multiple murders. Mass murderer at this point. But we're just gonna put her in the county holding cell. Yes. And then forty-five minute Jackie
1: Chan. on completely unsupervised. Also make sure don't forget that.
0: But the, the thing about the sister, she goes to the thing, she finds the documents, and like what Patrick said, we figure out that uh, Gabriel has been has been leeching off of her mm-hmm. and automatically out of nowhere, the sister and everybody just he killed your babies. Are you sure? Or maybe it was your husband that was bashing he, your head up against shit. the wall like a yeah. like and splitting the back of your head open like a cantaloupe. Yeah. Maybe you know, he's the reason. And then the movie like culminates with her in a black room with Gabriel and she's just like, ah, if you haven't forgot, we share the same brain and closes a jail cell. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. Like and I was laughing. I was laughing hysterically because the acting the acting is that bad. And maybe it is intentional. Was <laughs> it the worst movie you ever? No, it was entertaining, but I can't help myself, it's a world we live in now, it's like James Wan's name's attached to it, so people think it's genius, or that it's it's not. It's just a fun movie, I mean, maybe that's why it was direct to HBO or whatever.
1: No, but, I,
3: There's
0: I, some I, holes in this, I, this movie yeah. makes no sense.
1: <laughs> no, but again, I don't think it needs to. All right, so, so as far as our review goes, look, it's goofy as shit. Don't go into it expecting, first of all, don't go into it expecting to be scared. Okay, or even like any semblance of, of frightened, you're not even. No, gonna, you
0: could watch this in the pitch dark.
1: Yeah, I don't you're think gonna you'll laugh. disgusted. You know, you'll just be like, "Oh." Uh, but what do you what do you rate it? Uh, what, what? How do our how does our rating system work? It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, fuck, man. Uh, as far as entertainment, I would give it like a seven and a half out of ten.
0: Hmm not bad
1: uh, yeah uh, as far as entertainment as far as like uh you know quality of film uh if, if you're going into it looking for like you know a fucking oscar <laughs> caliber i'd give it like a two.
0: Ooh. okay like well, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna rate it on my rating scale i'm giving it two doses of ivermectin <laughs> out of 10.
1: So. so you're sparing it from covid
0: yes No, it was it was fun. It was entertaining. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's just it's you know what I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. It's it's no Ernest Scared Stupid. I cannot see myself rewatching this movie.
1: Ernest Scared Stupid uh, freaked me out a lot more than this did.
0: Yes, I Uh. I guess like on fun movies like this, because again, I don't really care. Like you said, like Oscar worthy. You know, of course not. You know, but like, um, and so many people hold. Like these, you know the way we you know we deal with horror fans and stuff all the time. People do. People hold some of the most ridiculous things on a pedestal. Like it is an Oscar-worthy movie. This is not, and nothing he has done is. Um, but you're
1: gonna, you're gonna love. You're gonna love what I make you. Pitch.
0: <laughs> but um, but the uh, my thing for like the entertainment rating, I'll give it on an honest five ivermectins okay. out of t- out of ten. The, the problem is with at least with me. When I rate good, bad movies or good fun, there's like a watchability factor. And like for me, did I did do I regret like like just randomly watching it for this show or watching it with Savannah? No, I don't. But like I will I just know that I'll never rewatch it again. Like not that I not because I hated it, just because it doesn't. Yeah, I, well, it, it doesn't draw me in. Like I didn't miss anything, and the jokes weren't good enough. They didn't hit land, you know. So it's kind of like it's there. I've watched way worse, so this isn't really all that bad. I like I said, I give it a five yeah. out of ten.
1: Okay, I, I I you know I can appreciate that um, for sure. I I would say there are scenes that I would rewatch again, like that the the scene where where when when her when they do the reveal and he cracks out of her, the back of her head. Yeah. Um, that I could not stop laughing. I, (laughs) it was, it was ridiculous. It looked ridiculous. Like, and again, like it had to have been on purpose because everything I was seeing on screen looked ridiculous, but was like taken so seriously. There was nothing There was nothing written and directly in your face that would tell you other than like tongue-in-cheek irony. There was nothing that would tell you this is this is supposed to be a fun, funny moment. You know?
0: Yeah, I do give it that. Like, I do, I do respect that that it didn't.
1: It was so serious. The only humor came in in its own self-awareness.
0: Yeah, and that's you know, and that's the thing. That's that's the character of like good story writing and good execution on it is let the audience figure it out. Like, like the last, I, I would say like the worst part of the movie, the worst part of the movie that really infuriated me, not really infuriated me, but really just kind of like, was like, man, you know, it's just, it, I think maybe what you're saying, they were trying to finish up or hurry up or something was really the end. Um, only yeah. because she gets shot four times. They show you she's shot. So there's a part of me. It's like, okay, that's cool. You know, we're going to have a super dramatic death scene, um, which we don't get. Cause she's magically healed. And then the other one is, you know, her little stepsister is in there, and uh, Gabriel throws a hospice bed on top of her, and she starts coughing up blood and breathing and bleeding from the mouth and the nose, (laughs) and then, and then they lift the, then they lift the bed off of her, and she's completely healed.
1: That's good. That's that's the way it's supposed to be.
0: That's fine. I mean, so like I guess like the healing power is transferable. The cop was
1: fine too, wasn't he?
0: We all know he got he got the trophy in the shoulder, and then that was it. Okay. Um. Well, anyway, so we gave our rating. We got to move on. So the next little quick, because this one will be quick. Doing a little double feature here. Um.
1: Yeah, this will be quick because I'm I'm still I'm, i Rob didn't watch it.
0: <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, and I both watched Unholy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. um. That, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in it. Uh, phenomenal talent. Um, the, yeah. uh, Mark Duplass's wife from the yeah.
1: league yes. is in it.
0: Um, which, uh, hey, the fact that you didn't. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Her name. So maybe, maybe that wasn't Wikipedia. That just
0: I you. only, I only know her from the league mm-hmm. and, uh, and Carrie Yules Um, yeah, he's in it apparently with an accent, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, well, there's, it, the there's, just, there's just, uh, there's like, uh, uh, William Sadler is also in it. Uh, another, is that oh, it? and then, uh, Tales from the Crypt. He was one of my favorite episodes on Tales of the Crypt, the executioner. Um, and, Whoa. uh, a lot of unholy, uh, a lot of unholiness just going around
1: everywhere. It was... Just, it's a pandemic. There was, um, so thank you for that, Rob. I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and break it down a little bit. <laughs> so. So the unholy is a perfect example of where um, you can have something with a with a pretty good and as far as I'm aware fairly original premise. Um, the, the story was
0: story wasn't I, well. I mean, I guess I'd say the story was definitely more original than the last one, and it's really rare that you get kind of nowadays a a a spooky a spooky. Yeah. There's not a lot of witch stuff either, which I respected, but like spooky witch story. And at least for me, I, because I watched it, um, you did, I was actually invested. Were you? You I did. I liked the story. I liked the whole, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, uh, fake, you know, he's a reporter, he's down in dumps, he's working for, I guess, like some kind of blog, online blog thing. Um, and and I, and I just kind of liked, it fed you enough to where you kind of knew what was happening because of the intro yeah. that I watched in the movie. And um, uh-huh. and then the kind of... I, it, it wasn't overly dramatic, which I respect. Because there's so many movies that waste 20 minutes on drama that doesn't need to be there. Was it not, Rob? Well, there was, but I mean, it wasn't like... The only drama from the movie...
1: Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. Spoiler alert. Yes. Just, the only no. drama from the movie... Every review we do, spoilers. so just get over it. Um, the only drama from the movie yeah, that I didn't quite understand, or I understood it, but I was kind of... Okay. It was, was basically the Carrie Yules thing. Like, okay. him well. knowing about the witch and him letting it go for the purpose of the church, getting good publicity and all. That just was kind of...
1: Okay. That was uh, a little...
0: I just felt that it was
1: just weak and it didn't really need... Do you feel so, like they lingered on that a little too long, do you? Well, I do. Yeah, that, that scene was like 10 seconds long. Probably. Yeah, and that's enough. <laughs> so, that's enough. Okay, okay. So let me let me break that it. whole scene. Okay. That whole scene
0: where he goes in to Carrie Yule's office and mm. and tells him everything he discovered, they didn't even need to have it. Because it it's trying to be a dramatic scene that we don't need because it changed
1: nothing. Um it did a little bit but uh, I, i'll get into that okay so again like this is <laughs> the i the, can't the
0: believe best... that i watched the movie and i told him i watched the movie
1: i apologize rob you you, you watched it for sure clearly uh you watched it yeah
0: uh, good. yeah I, watched, uh, I paid the 3.99 to watch it
1: yep it's good i'm glad you did <laughs> so so anyways like th- this is a like i can't tell if the writing itself was bad or if it was just the delivery and the um, the overall like execution of the film, um, the special effects were absolutely god awful. Uh, the amount of pointless cheap jump scares, um, I completely lost track of like throughout the entire thing.
0: I, I will I will say I actually enjoyed the I enjoyed the movie as a whole. Uh, being a former screenwriter myself. Yeah. I know how difficult it can be. Yeah. Um so but no I but no I will say every single time an effect was used no matter what effect it was it was awful. It was Every terrible. single one. I mean every single one even there's a scene where the creek water is supposed to be blood and they couldn't even CGI blood right. I mean like it just didn't look Did you see right that? Okay,
1: all. okay. For real Rob, let's level. You watched the fucking movie, right? Did you watch the movie can we talk about that?
0: yes it looks i watched like, the movie entirely through on amazon
1: because i i feel like you would have texted me while watching it i, I just okay i don't
0: know i don't know why it's, it's like almost like i have some kind of track record about not watching movies yeah,
1: which is not is. the truth well, at all you don't have that much god i mean you're usually honest though so <laughs> here's here's the issue
0: I'm not so, just reading reviews on IMDB about certain scenes that may or may not have been good in the movie.
1: I mean, you know what kudos that's a brilliant move. Um, I wish I did that. So, <laughs> so again <laughs> the premise itself no I, I actually I, I actually love the premise, right It's it's so the story is about <clears throat> this witch who sold her soul to Satan and as they do as they do and what she ended up doing she actually was performing miracles. Around town. And so she was claiming that it was in the name of God and everything. And she was developing a following and all this stuff. And the entire thing was a a ploy to get people to basically start having faith in her and thereby have faith in Satan and turn their backs on God, et et cetera. So they finally found out about it, blah, 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 ended up murdering her. Um, Present day. Well, especially because when it starts out, it almost seems as though it's going to be another one of those, um, you know, uh, um, Salem witch trial, you know, person accused, innocent, blah, blah, blah. It Uh,
0: is in Massachusetts. So I was kind of looking for a Salem angle to it. Um, But, I mean, I, I think the story was actually really good. I think it's kind of like what you're saying
1: well, it, so, it uh, was it
0: was an execution.
1: So what ends issue? Up,
0: um,
1: So what's the guy's name? Whatever. John Jeff Morgan. You what, know who he is. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean. I, I know who he is. I know what he looks like. I don't I, I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't care for him personally.
0: I liked him in The Possession. I thought he was good in The Possession yeah. and I never watched Walking Dead, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, nobody cared about who he was. I, I saw him in Watchmen before that, and he played like uh, Batman's dad and one of the Snyder movies. I, I don't care. But um, he <clears throat> he basically, he's a reporter. He's a defunct reporter. Used to report on Miracles, I guess. And he got caught faking a bunch of articles. And so he used to be like, you know, this big name. And now he can't get work because of it. And he gets sent out to this, this little area to investigate something for like 200 bucks, which seems like a long way to travel for 200 bucks, but it is what it is. So he shows up, there's nothing there, and then he comes across this, like, doll out of nowhere, somehow. And It's um, a,
0: uh, it's, it, what I don't do they call it, it's like a, it's like a field
1: baby. Yeah, field baby. <laughs> we call it that. And so he, he, for whatever reason, like, he smashes it, thinking, this will be my story. It's like, why is the smashed doll part of your story? Just, you found a creepy doll, that's your story. But no, he smashes it, Come to find out that lets loose the spirit. Um, the spirit just happens to be named Mary. I don't see why that even matters, um, seeing as how, I mean, it was lying in the first place. Anyways, first thing it does, it, um, it heals this deaf girl who all of a sudden she starts hearing the voice. She goes out to the tree. All these people follow her for some reason uh, out of the church to this tree. And then she starts speaking to the crowd. Well, she's deaf. She's never spoken before. So everyone's like, oh, my God. And she's like, oh, Mary says, you know, follow her. And so as the movie goes, basically, the Catholic Church comes out and they're investigating. Carrie Yules plays the archbishop with a horrible Boston accent that
0: comes. he was the- trying, man. I mean, but this so- is another one of those poorly executed things, because yeah. anybody could have just heard it and said, hey, Carrie, look, no offense to you, but. You don't need it because it's not like only it's not like only Massachusetts priests can investigate Massachusetts miracles. We'll just yep. say that you're from anywhere.
1: So <laughs> not Boston. So anyway, like throughout this whole thing, though, like it it's just weird. It, it, it starts out with the priests are trying to disprove the miracle and Jeffrey D. Morgan is trying to prove it and all these people are trying to prove it. And I mean, it keeps it's going back and forth. And then all of a sudden um, they're like, oh, no, it's evil. So they find out all this stuff. It's like, oh, and her name was Mary. And apparently if you. I don't know, it, it would like perform a miracle. And then if you didn't believe anymore or if you doubted it or if you decided, oh, no, you're evil, it would take the miracle away and make you hang yourself. I don't know. The, the fucking it was terrible. Um, it's the only thing is
0: how patrick apparently didn't watch the same movie that i did so i thought it was fantastic
1: so again this is spoilers right so the only way they can stop this thing at the end is he has to go up there after this whole bit was about him salvaging his career right all of a sudden people believe him he is the go-to name in supernatural reporting or miracle reporting now Like, he's about to be a big star in the supernatural reporting world. Whatever. And then the big finale culminates in him having to get up on stage on national television um, in the middle of this live broadcast of a miracle that's supposed to happen. And in order to defeat the witch, he has to go up there and tell everybody that he made it all up. Right? Which the only way that ending would make sense is if it was anticlimactic as all hell, right? But yeah. it wasn't. Everyone's like boo, boo, like booing him. They don't believe him at first, right? And then somehow they convince the girl. Uh, while he's saying that, the girl realizes, "Oh shit, this isn't uh, this isn't the Virgin Mary. This is a bad person." And then, um, so she goes, "It's true. I made it all up." And then they start booing her, right? And then the tree. That that housed the ghost spontaneously lights on fire. Well, it's supernatural. And, well, but I agree, <laughs> Rob. Um, it lights on fire, and then the ghost manifests. Which, first of all, the whole idea was that if people don't believe or follow it or think it's, you know, the Virgin Mary, then it shouldn't have any power. And yet, after all this, it it manages to manifest itself and go on a murdering spree. But after all that, where there is clear uh, indisputable evidence that something supernatural and crazy happened, um, it's still at the end. uh, There's this joke about the local newspapers hiring, and he's like, "Uh, nobody would hire me. It's like, no, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Like, You can very easily just tell people afterwards, yeah, you know that fire that happened? Yeah, that's because uh, I had to go up there and lie because that was the devil trying to trick you all. Like, <laughs> you still had... You, you, that was still a monumental breakthrough, sir, that everybody should have witnessed. Like
0: I'm just going to come out and say that I did like the ending, except for the CGI, and the best part about the ending was it was a happy ending, and I like happy endings in all of my movies, including yeah. horror movies. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan... Goes and works for the local newspaper, and has got a doctor wife, and the deaf mute girl lives and lives happily ever after. I
1: like it. They do Wait, well. That's a whole other thing because um one of the one of the things so the the um the witch I guess is is has ever like uh will live forever as long as she has descendants right, and the deaf girl happened to be one of her descendants.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, so she tried to murder.
1: Well, she didn't try to murder. She tried to murder Jeffrey Dean Morgan, right? She
0: can't kill Jeffrey Dean Morgan.
1: But the deaf girl jumped in the way and 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 took the, the palm to the chest, which apparently means murder. Um, well, it and, was
0: like a flaming palm.
1: Yeah, it was a flaming palm. So she accidentally murdered uh, the deaf girl. And then, like, she's like, oh, no, I'm dying. And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan's like, um, who knew all along the only way to kill her is for, you know, she'll have everlasting life. That's how we find out about that whole thing. And then he's sitting there holding the girl and he's praying and like, just, I'm not good at praying God, but she tried to save me. So spare her life. It's like, no, I, I think you should, uh, should probably leave this one dead. All honesty, you know? Yeah. But, but did he you- did the right
0: thing. Cause he's a He's, he's the good guy.
1: Yeah, but you kind of just got proof that there's heaven and hell, man. Just let her go to fucking heaven. I would imagine yeah, we, she's going well, to fucking heaven, right? That's. supposed well, I mean, we don't know. I mean, that's she did good.
0: It's a happy ending. I enjoyed it. I thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan was good, and uh, the Mark Duplass' wife was average. But other than that,
1: it wasn't. It even was. Duplass.
0: Oh wait, no, that is.
1: It yeah. is married to him in real life. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, no, you know? yeah.
0: No. Kevin was married to her in the lead. Yeah.
1: I thought you meant his character. You know, that's yeah. weird. Should we do, like... It's not horror-related, but that's a weird uh, thing in sitcoms. We should look into that and see if that's... Because in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know, Mac and... Uh, and yeah, D Mac D and
0: Dee are married.
1: and But, like, the, they always have a different relationship to the character. You yeah. know? And like, she's... Well, I guess she wouldn't be Mac's sister. That'd be fucking weird. But it is... It, yeah. is,
0: it is strange how that does happen. Well, I'm given this movie... Out of 10, I'm giving this movie a solid
1: 8. Ah, oh, fuck off. Um, this... <laughs> like, what? Is... <laughs> I, so, I liked it. It,
0: it, I liked the story. I it, hated the CGI, but I could turn a blind eye to the CGI. I like a, like a spooky
1: entertainment, story. Entertainment factor would be a 4. You're just
0: doing this to punish me for some reason.
1: No, as, as a film, I'd give it a three.
0: So. Oh, no. It's a Sam Raimi film, basically.
1: No. no. It doesn't yeah. have nearly. Are you kidding me? It does. Yeah, Raimi,
0: Raimi and Tappert were the no one, producers there. on this.
1: Yeah. 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 He, he, you know what he did? He, he, he gave this guy money and walked away. I don't think so. And, and maybe he suggested one or two camera shots. But, like, there were so many parts of this movie that were just inept. No.
0: I will say that we are actually running into more of this now because of uh, of the Rona, I believe. Um, I mean, there are movies with decent oh. names attached to them and decent budgets. Yeah, no. And, there's and when you watch them, it's stuff. rushed. You could tell it's rushed. You could tell the CGI is not finished. You could tell it's not ready to go. You could tell there were extra scenes or bigger. Like this movie, yeah. I will say my biggest complaint are all of the effects, including the effects that they used for exposition anytime there's exposition it's a skype call or a facetime call or him watching a video on you on his computer and it's just the like you said it's just like the weakest way of telling a story where if they had a budget and maybe something like he there'd be a scene where he went to the to the actual diocese and there's only one scene in a library it's probably because that's all they could afford to do is to bring the crew and shoot in a It it, it is very quick, quickly paced and it feels unfinished.
1: Well, there is, there is a thing and you're going to see a lot of that, um, especially in the next year or so where some of it has to do with, um, I did read um, probably about a year ago that studios were revisiting a bunch of these movies that got made and then just got shelved because the final product they're like, no, you know where they, they try and find the right place to release it where it, it's not going up against anything. It's not going to be a pole. They're just like, yeah, get this out. You know, barely any any marketing. Um, but those movies are getting more marketing now because they weren't making movies for better. yeah, a
0: yeah. And they already spent the money. the 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 money yeah. for the movie's been spent.
1: Yeah. So they're like, you know what? Just shove this thing out there. You know, recoup what you can off of it. We're not making anything else right now. People are desperate for new content. Just get that shit out there that we didn't want to put out before. And that's what a lot of these things are is stuff that they'd been sitting on that they didn't know how to release it. And now they're like, okay, well, you know, I guess now's the time we don't have anything else. Um, and, and that's probably why, you know, like you said, it, it looks rushed. It probably has more to do with the fact that um, it, they probably are unfinished where well,
0: I can almost imagine off,
1: off because they said, you know, what? Uh, your budget's done, this is going to be a straight to video release and then covid happened and they're like oh no shit this is going to be a main release now
0: well i can almost imagine with this movie the cgi was never even done this movie was shelved pre-cgi and then that's probably the last thing they did like you said they put a finishing touch because it's shelved and they don't want to put any more money into it but there's a a lag or a gap i could honestly see this movie if this movie was made Without COVID, I could honestly see this movie. It would still be a throwaway movie, but I could see this movie getting a theatrical release with better what? editing, rewrites, better CGI, and it just would be like whatever, like a summertime whatever. Like like I, malignant to me is a throwaway horror movie as well. It's just done way 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 better than this movie.
1: Yeah, like I, it I looks better, better. I think with a better director. Um with a better director this could have been on par with like uh like a um uh Emily Rose
0: Yeah exactly I mean Honestly, Emily I... Rose is good but it's still it's it's not like in the top 25 I think of anybody's list and it's pretty low budget and it made its money
1: Oh I definitely put it in the top like top 25
0: all time
3: Eh. Well, maybe. Well,
0: I mean, no, but it's like you know, it's a demonic movie,
1: it's a witch movie, for it's five possession films for
0: me. It's up, yeah, it's up there. And but like I said, I think if this movie had the budget and the time and all the if this budget if this movie had the same money and backing as like *Malignant* had, I guess like you're probably right. It probably would have been a really, really, really solid movie. But I think there's so many of them, like you said that. I don't know. I guess I don't even know why you would. Make a film that probably costs as much as this, even though it's unfinished. And you hire Jeffrey Dean Morgan and you hire William Sadler and you hire all these people and you you shoot
1: in anything.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, it seems like you took your time to try to find at least competent actors.
1: Yeah. No, it, it was chock full of people that you would recognize, but that were cheap.
0: Yeah. And even the girl that played the possessed girl, she could act. I mean, she she could act. She wasn't, again, they're, they're not huge draws. Yeah, it's, but it, for it's, the most part, everything was competent in it. Yeah. Except for the, like you said, I think you texted it like, this is a thing of like a good story mm-hmm. and good other things just executed poorly.
1: The cinematography was terrible. Um, at, if I'm noticing cinematography in a film um, or editing in a film, it's either phenomenal or terrible uh it's not a lot of times that i noticed good editing like good editing should go completely unnoticed you know
0: yeah only bad editing is and i think that's part of it here because i think there probably were multiple 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 scenes that were cut and redone and they just didn't work because it doesn't yeah, make it sense probably, on yeah. how it flows in the story
1: when they realized yeah, we're not making like a two and a half hour epic here. This isn't going to be a Snyder cut. You know, nobody, nobody wants this shit. So yeah. cut it down to something digestible. You know, w- let's just, let's just get it out the door. Cause I can tell you right now, if this movie was two or two and a half hours based on what I saw in the first 20, 30 minutes, I'd probably be in the same boat you are. And I'd be reading off a of fucking IMDB.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I rented this movie. Okay. And I thoroughly enjoyed this
1: movie. That's good, I'm glad. All right, so... Now we're
0: going to move on, I guess, to pitch yeah. deck.
1: We're going to move on to pitch deck, which...
0: Oh, okay. oh, hold on. Poppycock!
1: There it is. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I need
0: a better one than that,
1: but, I mean, it's it's we, what I got right now. Yeah, we we really need to... Uh, I think this one was a... Um,
0: this but, is because you caught me, and you said I had to give you something oh, yeah. whilst recording, and yeah. I...
1: The rule you have to tell them before we go into the you know before we stop. I, I appreciate it. Um, I completely panicked. Um yeah. So but, and, no. D- to be fair, most people despise this movie. See, I don't.
0: I didn't even know it was a John Carpenter movie. I didn't even know it was until I was yeah. just searching on Amazon John well, Carpenter because, movies like a and lot. I was like holy crap, he did do Village of the Dam. That's right, oh, and I'd never seen it.
1: Yeah, like a lot of John Carpenter movies, it doesn't necessarily like. It's hard to look at a movie like there are some movies you'll look at and you'd be like, oh, yeah, that was John Carpenter. But then he's done a lot of them where like it's just nothing like there's no signature to it. There's no he just showed up to work He's yeah. <laughs> just like, you you're feeling. But I'm not supposed to talk like that because I am pitching Village of the Damned this week.
0: Yes. OK. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> OK, I gotta get into character here.
1: My notes here.
0: Oh, he took notes. I had. To. Okay.
1: Uh yeah, I'm I'm the, taking it seriously now, man.
0: This is uh this is, this is Rob with big movie big movie productions LLC. And uh you have you have a you have you have an idea for me.
1: I do. Let me ask you something. How do you feel about the classic story of the midwitch cuckoos?
0: You know, um I'm I'm gonna be honest with you here. I've never I've never heard of of uh the 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 Midwest cuckoos.
1: Midwitch, sir. No, I haven't
0: heard of that one either.
1: It's a small town in um guessing I'm gonna say Iowa. Seems seems very Iowa. Um
0: <laughs> Iowa's really hot right now.
1: Is so. it? Is it yes. good? Super good. hot right now. Good because we're gonna we're gonna open up with actually no i don't think it's iowa it can't be iowa i don't know there's a cliff somewhere wherever there are cliffs that's where we are and so people, i people
0: love cliffs I'm good.
1: they're gonna need to um because what we're gonna do we're gonna start the movie out with five minutes of slow meandering shots i love a good meander there's gonna be virtually no sound okay we're gonna yeah. have We're not even going to have, we're going to have ambient sound, okay? But I'm not talking about birds chirping. I'm not talking about, you know, children frolicking or cars going by. These are going to be long, meandering thoughts with nothing but the wind.
0: Okay, so we're trying to... For five minutes. That's, uh, I mean... There will be I I assume this plays into the vision of
1: the story somehow. No, 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 not at all. Other... other than to uh, really highlight how this town is probably the most podunk and boring town you could ever hope to live in. Um, these people have absolutely nothing going on for them in their lives, so much so that the uh, the main event for their year is this large get-together for God knows what. In all honesty, I, I, I completely forgot about that part and forgot to jot, jot it down on my uh, script here that I have. Um,
0: well, that's, I mean, but... you're on a roll right now. Uh, do, you, do we have any i mean i'm not not saying this is a bad idea but so far with a five minute uh silent meandering track which i am a fan of and of course iowa is a fantastic
1: very scenic by the way not even very scenic oh okay yeah, i mean it's not going to be it's not going to be like nice landscape that we're looking over it's just going to be just going to be landscape so there'll be a cow here and there small town um well, i mean the it's I mean, slowly it's... meandering, so it's not going to be like shots of a busy town or or what people do in their daily lives. It'll be empty landscape and then some town, but again, mostly empty.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you right here. Um, I, I'm not really a, a visual guy so much. Okay. Um, okay. what kind of names, uh, do we do or, you know, which just jump right to what kind of names do we have attached uh, okay. to this film? Seeing as how it is
1: 1995. Okay. So hear me out. All right. Are you listening? I'm
0: I'm I'm all ears.
1: Okay, how do you feel about Star Wars? It, good. good, good. Um,
0: okay.
1: how do you uh, feel about Superman?
0: I I I like what I like what I'm hearing here. So are we talking uh okay. Marlon Brando and and Harrison Ford?
1: No 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 no. Stay with me. How do you feel about the the TV sitcom Cheers? Or uh, or or even um, who's talking now? Perhaps. <laughs>
0: Oh, when those babies talk yeah oh, this is so good.
1: everyone loves those babies well here's what i need you to do i need you to forget all of those movies exist real quick okay you need to completely and utterly forget those movies exist because honestly that's the only reason we were able to get these people in here because we promised them that this would take their careers in different directions and they'd be actually able to get more work after this i, th- I really think it's going to work out great for christopher reeves by the way
0: oh um christopher reeves yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super, su- um,
1: okay. no, man, not Superman at all. He's not Superman. He never was. Oh, well, that's wasn't. right.
0: That's right. I'm not supposed to.
1: Okay, um, it's gonna be uh, who? And so Christopher Reeves. Okay. Uh, hold on your hat, Kirstie Alley. All right.
0: Oh, all right. So we couldn't get
1: uh, and I was what... thinking,
0: I was thinking Ted Danson myself.
1: No, 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 no. We we reached our court quor- uh quota on large foreheads, unfortunately. <laughs> Christopher Reeves had he, he's. Very particular about having the largest forehead in every shot. Okay. I was, I was not aware. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this was contractual uh, yeah. stipulations. Mm-hmm. It was very hard. Apparently when they did shoot Superman, which again does not exist. Um, it was very hard for him when they did the uh, whole bald shot with uh, Lex Luthor. He, but you know, he, he is a, he's a professional. So he got himself through it. Uh, they did have to film in completely separate rooms, but it, it's okay. It, it worked <laughs> out. Um, so, also, I've got one more for you if you're ready for it.
0: I'm, I'm, I, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I. So far, we've covered. Uh, You've got two Chris. two movies that don't exist, or I'm supposed to pretend that don't exist.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, this is is this 1975 or 1995, bro? This is 1995. 1995. That's exactly correct. Which is why it's the perfect time for Mark Hamill. To pop onto the big screen again
0: oh mark um
1: luke skywalker no 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 the detective. oh that's right they don't exist the i'm sorry the guyver rob <laughs> that's right not not luke skywalker the unnamed as far as i'm aware detective from the guyver that's who we got
0: oh well okay um i, I would have to say uh I'm not seeing much of an immediate draw uh, with okay. with with Kirstie Alley, uh, well, well Christopher Reeves, and let me um,
1: let me set the scene for you, okay?
0: The guy that played Luke Skywalker, of course. Well, okay. Well,
1: hmm, let me see. How do you feel about a little-known actor named George Buck Flower?
0: It wasn't. It isn't. Uh, isn't he the the So I assume there's going to be a town drunk in this movie.
1: He is. So he is the one actor whose um, stipulation on his on his contract was that he did specifically have to play the town drunk. Um, How belligerent is he going to be? Pretty pretty belligerent. Uh, We did have to allow him to threaten children. Uh, we found it a little odd, but he did stipulate that he had to be allowed to threaten children at some point. So, so, is, it, so
0: is this a children's movie?
1: Uh, it is a movie with children in it. Um, they're very... Um, well, let, let's get to the children, okay? So this town is virtually childless. Uh, now that I think of it, I <laughs> hadn't even thought of it before. But there's, <laughs> there are zero children in this, in this entire film until um everybody's at this cookout it's uh wonderful it's it's the highlight of the year everybody shows up to the cookout and then out of nowhere everyone passes out they're just they're gone it's a mystery nobody can figure it out
0: So the the whole town just
1: blacks out just completely and utterly blacks out right and so the cops show up well the cops from outside because there are there are no police in the town. That'd be ridiculous. What kind of town has police officers, Rob? Makes so, uh,
0: makes no okay. sense to me, especially in rural Iowa. Exactly.
1: Why would they? It's like it's come on. So the cops show up and then immediately they pass out the second they pass a certain boundary. And then who should arrive after that gets called in? Kirsty Alley. Mm. The epidemiologist.
0: Okay. Oh, so she's a she's she you're gonna have a woman playing a doctor in this movie. Well, not, not a doctor per se. Okay? I'm going to have to stop you there because that she is- cannot be competent. We cannot have a competent female doctor in
1: this movie. Well, um, what I will say is um, she certainly doesn't stick to her field of medicine um, because later on in the movie, uh, as we find out, all the women who passed out at the cookout are mysteriously impregnated.
0: I want to stop you there now if, the, if there's some kind of... Mass rape in this, weird, we're, we're going to have to
1: walk away. Well, um, nobody knows that they got raped. Okay. And it's not shown. So, originally, John did want to have a little bit of rape in there, but we, we did kind of what we did with uh, Freddy Krueger, if you remember, where there was that little child diddling thing. We kind of just removed the diddling and left it implied. But it's only implied if you want to think about it. And if so you I want to
0: make sure to write down that this is a diddle do. free. Because here yep. at Big Movie Productions, LLC, this is a diddle-free zone.
1: No, yeah, zero diddling. Uh, it is
0: until the future, implied. 20, 30 years from now, and, and Rob Zombie starts making movies for us, and then we go back to diddling.
1: Correct. Yeah, okay. it, it's implied diddling. Um, But, you know, it, again, if if you're thinking about diddling, that's that's going to be on you, okay? If the audience wants to see diddles, it's going to be in their own head. So we give them that option if you want to look at it that way. I like it. Yeah. I like that. All right. So
0: <laughs> implied, implied diddling, just taking notes.
1: Yes, sir. And so these children then, um, well, these women then start to realize and come to terms with the fact that they are pregnant. And then they all give birth at the same time, um, which in, in this miracle of life where they have tents set up because this town also doesn't have a hospital. And apparently they couldn't plan ahead to the point where bringing all these women to the hospital, even though they're progressing at the same time. And you know, all the children are approximately the same size and all this stuff. Everything pointed to the fact that they would all be delivered at the same time. But you know, why plan ahead when you can plan for tents, they did plan to, to have all the women give birth in tents, which was good and have an epidemiologist delivering the babies instead of, you know, uh, Say uh, an actual doctor who does that. Uh,
0: i I I love it. It's like mash. Yes. Oh,
1: yes. Mash. We, we wanted okay. to throw a little little mash in there. Uh
0: any any time the, there's major surgery in a tent, I'm I'm game.
1: Yeah. Um so unfortunately one of the babies does die uh at birth. Uh got the umbilical cord wrapped around its neck and cursey alley steals it away as one does
0: um Uh, we've all been there
1: yeah it was a very confusing scene to write in all honesty um because we like to keep a little mystery of why is she stealing this baby um she just puts it in the back of her car and then um walks away gets changed does her hair completely and then smokes a cigarette in front of a bunch of newborns this Uh, is
0: 1995 of course this is
1: 1995 and this is kirsty alley just (laughs) on point let me tell you she is she is a no-nonsense professional woman
0: well i'm getting i'm getting really good vibes here about kirsty alleys character now if you could if you could expound on utilizing um
1: christopher reeves of course so one thing christopher reeves really does well he's he's tall he's what a blind person might conceive of as traditionally handsome. Oh, got this weird lipless smile. It's very strange. Honestly, if you look at him, he doesn't have lips. his, his, His face just comes to, to an edge. Um, and it's always this slight upturn, but it's a very small mouth with like no lips. It's very strange. And I think it really helps bring people into the, uh, the idea that this is kind of an unsettling movie.
0: Well, I mean, so definitely not going to be a draw for for the female crowd. Um, you know, I. I is, is he is he at least shirtless in the movie multiple times to to show it, off a strangely concaved chest? Well,
1: yes, we, we had to do that, unfortunately. And that, in all honesty, that was um, that was uh, to keep many of the set crew members. From walking off stage, um, see, it, they found his face to be so unsettling that we needed something to distract them. So it, it just worked out that it, it also worked out in the uh, test groups where that also distracted our our viewers a little bit. So um, there were less uh, people whispering to each other about the strange face that is Christopher Reeves. Well, well they, however, yeah. impressed with all the walking that he did, it, it was um, he he really he really walked around set uh, a bunch.
0: Well, I'm going to, you're not, unfortunately, we're just going to have to move on uh, from that. Um, I I assume the biggest name Mm. that that we have on the billing, uh, uh, Mr. Mark Hamill, I assume that he is the is the star of the movie. Um,
1: Virtually nothing. That's 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 disappointing to hear. No, it's what he wanted to do. Again, we're trying to move away from what they're used to. Okay, so um that movie that doesn't exist that he was in um he was pretty much the focal point of the entire film that again doesn't exist right so here what he really wanted was to kind of just show up randomly and then fade back away and then show up randomly again in, in something that was going to maybe be meaningful for a second and then turned out nope nope done doesn't mean a thing
0: so he has no no character arc uh, virgin,
1: um, no bearing on the entire film no yeah he baptizes the children he plays the town reverend by the way he baptizes all the children and then he attempts to murder them uh it does not work out well no
0: Ooh. okay well uh we're not getting anywhere with the cast um can you just give me a um, uh how did how did okay so we have a a mass blackout yes possible inferred possibly inferred diddles yes. Definitely
1: inferred diddles,
0: yes. Yes, the P I D as we call it here.
1: One, um one hundred percent
0: 100 percent PID all day long. And we're we're behind that, top to bottom.
1: Um we are we're not <laughs> we are not behind it. Uh but it is a thing. Yeah, we, we But it's happening. We infer, yes.
0: We are not we're we're going to infer the infer inference.
1: Infer the support of the yes.
0: Yes, we will that one. Um, okay, and then all of the uh ladies of the rural Iowan town who have been inferred to have possibly been diddled, uh, give birth to children. children? Um, now I really just need to uh sum this up here because from and we have a very odd looking Christopher Reeves, a useless. Uh, Mark Hamill and a chain-smoking Kirstie Alley, who is playing a doctor.
1: Yes, but the wrong uh, kind of doctor for what they need. Yes.
0: Wonderful. I, I wrote that down. Um, how does it end? What is because oh, so far we're going okay, to have so, to. Well, well. I, I need a quick. Oh, sorry, I forgot the belligerent drunk who threatens children's lives. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So that's our. This is going to be our. Now, let's make bread. Let's, what do we get when we mix these ingredients?
1: Well, when we mix all these, do you want me to jump straight to the end or kind of, uh, I, I could do either one for you. So the end culminates with uh, Christopher Reeves um, thinking about water and thinking about a brick wall while a, Why? Uh, while a time bomb ticks in a briefcase across the room. Now, these children can read his mind, right? But apparently they can't hear the ticking of a bomb.
0: Oh, I, we should have got. The, so they're evil children. I'm sorry. I was. Awful.
1: I'm so sorry. Yes, yes. Uh, it turns out the children are uh, some form of in supposedly intelligent life. It really doesn't seem that way because they've attempted to take over the planet several times, and it has not worked out a single time. Um, because we find out that all of the children are some weird bioorganism that uh, has some kind of hive mind. Even though they have a hive mind, they also pair up into male and female. Uh, Uh, I couplings for some reason. So there has to be some kind of procreation beyond that. It's all very confusing. However, uh, Kirstie Alley does explain that she checked in with, um, the CIA or somebody and came to find out that this has happened several other times in the history of the world. And each one of those times, the, the, the colony of these things was destroyed. Um, so they're very unsuccessful for such an enlightened creature Uh, who can read minds and put suggested thoughts into people's head
0: so when she makes the phone call about the failed colonization of the prenatal diddlings um does she use that information to destroy them
1: um so this is what she does Um, once she realizes what they actually are, they do try to set it up to destroy them. Yes. Um, however, she,
0: but they have a plan, right? Like they have a super weakness. Maybe, um, uh, maybe, maybe they're scared of water or they, they, they melt in sunlight.
1: They are not. Um, there is no direct weakness. I mean, bombs kill them for sure. Uh, so they're as,
0: not okay, Bob. I just—I'll quit it. I'm just going to write this down. As Bombs, far
1: as as far, as as far as I remember, there weren't any direct. I mean, so I know they don't like certain kinds of eye drops. Um, I can tell you that. Uh, they most certainly don't like eye drops. Those are bad. God, or, me,
0: me either. I hate when they dilate my eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they are not fans. Let me tell you. Uh, they—they they make this one lady just squirt a bunch of eye drops into her eyes, and it's. I, I, Willing to bet you, it's beyond the recommended dosage of eye drops. So they're like regular eye drops or evil eye drops. You know, we're not going to really expand on that. We're just going to have a very irresponsible um, optometrist uh, checking the children's eyes, and she keeps the bad eye drops directly next to the other eye drops.
0: So we're just assuming that the uh, so, so like what? one of the bottles is like pure acid. I assume that's just randomly in uh, the dot because I'm
1: behind of, this. Uh, this is just my input. One of the bottles is just randomly bad. Um and oh. it, we were not sure why she would keep it next to the other thing, but she did, and that's so that's that's fine. Um, and yeah, so they don't like eye drops. I know that, and and bombs do kill them. So, did anything
0: else kill them, or just bombs? Uh, as far as I recall, just bombs. Why wouldn't somebody just okay,
1: okay? Why wouldn't somebody just come up behind them and you know knock them on the back of the head?
0: Or shoot him from a distance or... Yeah,
1: that could be... Run yeah. him over with a car. Well, okay, so, well, see, that's where you get... Mark Hamill tried to shoot them at a distance, but then it turns out... Oh, they're... so he
0: did do something in this movie. Wonderful.
1: Wonderful. Well, no, he, he... Again, he tried to shoot them from a distance and then turns out they were behind him. So we don't we don't know how he failed that miserably, but he did. Uh, he ends up shooting his own face off. Um, so
0: Mark Hamill... So we just have Mark Hamill
1: here. here. Yes. Basically. Sometimes. Sometimes he's here, sometimes he's not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. We didn't want to, he didn't want to be there all the time.
0: I assume so
1: the evil
0: children um, can be destroyed by bombs and can can read minds and manipulate people. Yes. Um, All of those. Mark Hamill uh, dies by his own hand, which we're fine with that um, well
1: everybody everybody in this film who dies dies by their own hand
0: oh so the children don't actually they're not like uh they're not like uh, out there like uh, i don't know like actually doing doing, no, doing things
1: no 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 to see what they do is they look at you okay they look at you and like so sometimes one of them looks at you and makes you to do something like super horrible right um sometimes it it's we don't really want to define it. Sometimes they don't have to be looking at you. Sometimes their eyes just have to glow. But so one time, sometimes it'll just be one of them who's like, you know, eyes are glowing at you. And then sometimes it takes all of them for their eyes to glow at you. But Oh, so like
0: Power Rangers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Except it, it's, it's, it doesn't seem like that has any effect on how powerful their powers work. So if one of them's staring at you, you might like say put your hand into a boiling pot of water, right, um, and then walk off a cliff, right? Hmm. But then if all of them are staring at you, uh, you might put some eye drops in your eyes. So you, you know it's all it's all very. We, I like it
0: though. You're keeping the mystery.
1: Yeah, I like yeah. That. I mean, you don't know how it works. We're we're not sure how it works. Um, we do know that they they look at people. They do look, and they look inside brain, and that's why Christopher Reeve has to think of water and then a, a, a brick wall, so they don't. Oh, I, bomb.
0: I see what you're doing there. So it's like he's walled off his brain with the brick wall. I, you know, it's always good when you when you when you tell the audience, but then you also show them because most of them are idiots.
1: Correct. Oh, and there's also a, a there's also a good one. Um, he doesn't like all the the, the looking at people stuff.
0: So he's like the he's like the gizmo.
1: Of yes the group yes he's like the gizmo um where you know and he is the runt he's the littlest one um but also he is the one who's uh who's arranged marriage mate uh had the umbilical cord wrapped around her her neck so he he grows up without without uh, um, a, a baby arranged marriage and so he's very sad about that and and that sadness gives him emotions i I think really what john was trying to accomplish here um is is really evoke the fact that sadness is what makes us human after all i you know what
0: i can't i I can't agree more
1: yeah so um really i think we have a hit i I think this is gonna i think all of them everybody involved in this film has nowhere to go but up you know uh alley just she keeps shooting straight. you know, provided she, she doesn't go crazy or anything. You know, I mean, who knows? Um, but uh, and Christopher Reeves, I swear to God, bright future ahead of that guy. Um,
0: Nothing God, could go wrong. Healthy. No,
1: oh, yep. Yeah, just the, the 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 absolute picture of uh, of health. Uh, he's
0: just he's just he's climbing that ladder, hands and feet, all the way up after this
1: movie. He is. He is. He did. Um, he he did tell me he he was going to take some ivermectin. Well. I can't remember if he was taking ivermectin or if he was uh, getting it for his horse. Um, either way, I do know he. Oh, had- I,
0: I didn't. I didn't know that he was a. That he was a a, 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 a horseman. He is, if you avid- will.
1: Writer. he is an avid rider. Um, you know, it an absolute. He's a pros pro. You know. Well,
0: uh, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to stop us right there before we. <laughs> this is the longest episode of Pitch Deck. I'm calling it a draw. <laughs>
1: What do you mean? I was gonna talk for another 30 minutes <laughs> Jesus. about Christopher Reeves' bright future. <laughs> well
0: okay, well, because I tapped out Patrick won this round. Two to and one. Was, and that was yes, it is two to one. And of course, nobody thought it would happen. Everybody thought so. It's okay. So Patrick has to tell me. Patrick wins. It's two damn it, it is two to one, too. It's because I gave him a softball on this one because I I'll be yeah. prepared next week. Yeah. So what do I have to watch? What is Oh, God, I'm nervous because Patrick's had time to think about it.
1: No, 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 no. I I made it up before we started talking about this. It was, okay, so originally it was going to be, I found this gem on HBO Max uh, the other night while scrolling through for something to watch, and I came across a little-known, and when I say little-known, I mean nobody's heard of this, and I didn't know they even fucking made it. There was a movie called Daphne and Velma. Um, It is a live-action movie that I presume is about the origin story of uh, two of Scooby-Doo's least interesting, well, two of the three least interesting characters in Scooby-Doo. So there is a live-action movie called Daphne and Velma about Daphne and Velma. So I was going to have you watch that, and then I was like, I I have zero, zero interest in watching that shit. Uh, So luckily for you, I've decided I'm going to change it to Phantasm.
0: No. <laughs> oh man. God. You know what? And the whole thing is like it's so it's so genius cuz it's well, not necessarily it, a bad movie, isn't it? And it no, is so no, it's, it's going to be so difficult cuz I'm going to have to break this movie down. <laughs> you
1: are going to some... have to take notes. <laughs> you are going to have to take notes. God. Oh no.
0: And that's one of these movies that I both of us have seen multiple times. So, no, it's going to no, be
1: I've never gotten through it. Have you know. Oh, dude, I've watched Phantasm at least 5 times. No, I never I've never gotten through any of the Phantasms, I, I, can't, I can't. Well, I'm going to I'm going to this time. Oh, God. Isn't it like how, how long is it? It is on uh Shutter though. So, oh, they're
0: all on there because I've watched all five or six Ravenger, all of them.
1: Really? So, are yeah. you a fan of, of Phantasm? I'm, I'm not. One or the other, it's going to be a hard one to do. No,
0: uh, it's good. it doesn't matter. I could be the biggest fan of Phantasm because even the biggest fans of it don't know what the movie's about. You will never know what the movie's about, ever. Even after watching all four or five of them back to back to yeah. back. And I mean, like, over two my- days. I thought there are, like, six of them. I think there's four. There's four to six. There's Phantasm 1, 2, which takes right after, then 3. They changed casts again. And I think the fourth or fifth one is Ravenger. but, I mean, holy crap. Like, the last one they made, the guy that plays Reggie, was, like, 79 years old. <laughs> and they still kept cranking those things out, boy.
1: So... Yeah, I, I know um, it's it's been a while since I attempted a watch, um, but like I've always been aware of the films, um, especially, you know, the iconic M.C. Escher balls um, and uh, and the tall man. <laughs> um, God, I can't I could never get past like I I'd start watching and I'm like, yeah, I, I can't I just something about Phantasm just never it could never get me in so
0: no it's very difficult
1: this will be the time maybe 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 this will this will be where that all changes and I'll, i'm just like taken away you know taken away into the land of phantasm you'll be the one to do it for me rob god that's just it. You, you're gonna pitch phantasm to me that's gonna be great
0: no see that and that's and that's what i'm saying like that's why this is kind of a genius ploy because it's got nothing to do with whether you've seen the movies or you like the movies or not having to pitch the idea of phantasm yeah because it makes no sense it makes even there's there's plot holes everywhere there's yeah. i'm not you know i'm not gonna get everybody's gonna have to wait because i could go on but i don't want to i want to actually rewatch it and actually take notes and and do it right um yeah well and I'll,
1: I'll i'll watch it i'm gonna i'm gonna actually try and write down my questions so uh i think that should be we should add another element to the game of you know um we specifically try to write write like gotcha questions.
0: Yeah, and that's why like you have to for Phantasm, you have to watch it because you're gonna when you ask me the questions, you're gonna be like, well, well,
1: you know what? Uh... <laughs> I'm just gonna start I, off, So tell me what happens in this film and why. Just, be like, <laughs> oh, be...
0: how you would like to know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay. All right. So with that, um, I would like to say we are thinking about a uh, another segment which. We'll definitely need to we gotta set a timer or something for ourselves, especially if we're gonna add different segments. Um
0: well this was a double review because we haven't actually like reviewed a new movie. We should Yeah uh oh and then like just like a little alert. We're going to try to do the new Candyman. The problem is that it's twenty dollars to rent it sure. and I already know I'm not gonna yeah. like it. I'm okay with doing that, but I We're gonna have to try to figure it out.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I'm not gonna like it. However, you know, I I'd rather go to a theater for that, and I've got too smoke I can't just go to a theater. It's you know, it's not as easy as that. Um, so at twenty dollars to rent something, so we, yeah, I mean, let's. Is there a backup we could think of that we might want to? Or well, if, uh,
0: can... if if I'd say if we do think of one, we'll just. It's preliminary for Candyman. Yeah. If we don't do it, we'll try to do something that's again more up to date, or mm-hmm. something that's just off the wall. Try to do more. Just try not to step back over all the other stuff that everybody's seen or talked about before. Um, and then, yeah, Patrick had an idea for a new segment.
1: Yes. Um. I think we had uh, we had two different names for it. Rob's is is much better. Um.
0: Oh yeah. I was going
1: to call it a secret agent, which was uh, one of us would have to um, describe an actor, uh, basically, but the only way that this entire thing works is that the actor has to be um, out of work or otherwise uh, comical just by their existence, okay? Um,
0: and we have to have, like, a limit, like 10 questions or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then the other one has to guess who it is. Um, so. Rob's, uh, response when, when I pitched it to him was six degrees to Eddie Furlong, which Which I think, I I, I think, I think that's, I I think that's the way what we'll go with. Um, but yeah, obviously we, we won't be able to do Eddie Furlong, unfortunately, um, just because that'd be obvious right off the bat. Uh, and so I'll just set some ground rules just, just so we can take it off the table. Now, otherwise it'll probably be an obvious first almost is Corey feldman's gone too we're taking Corey feldman off the board
0: yeah we're gonna have to uh i think this is gonna be great though and then i think yeah. it'll also give us the opportunity to offend <laughs> lots of fan people um along with each other oh yeah um, because well, we can't describe just, the actors you
1: said that i already you know there's another obvious one gone
0: oh there's plenty
1: of them but yeah, again I, I think you know who i mean
0: And we can't... Oh, yeah. And uh, we can't use physical attributes or anything like that. It's going to be basically
1: like... Or the films that they were in, specifically. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah.
1: I mean, and of course
0: it all depends on the obscurity. um, But, yeah, it'll basically be like...
1: Based around typecasting. um, Yeah,
0: typecasting attitude, describing the characters they've played without naming the characters they've played. um, personality traits like Edward Furlong would be fairly simple. He screams "Mom" in a prepubescent voice in every movie that he's in, and then he also steals Rob seventy-five dollars. So that would be uh, really easy. So okay, <laughs> I send him another seventy-five dollars back. So you That's... know, fool me once, shame on
1: me. So the way we got fool this me idea. twice, shame way, on me. The way we got this idea, and and also what led to me getting that Cryptkeeper um, cameo. Did but you
0: really like it? I need to know. Did I, you actually enjoy that? I thought, I, I look, it came from the heart, man.
1: Absolutely adore it. I absolutely adored it. I really did. I, I, that's what I was saying. Before we even started recording, it took me a while to get ready because I was scrambling to try and figure out how many different ways I could download it onto my phone.
0: <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. I got the master copy. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> safe. So anyway, the, the, the whole the whole way that uh, we came up with that idea was because, again, a week or so ago, I told Rob about Cameo and then happened to mention to him that you can pretty much pay these people to say anything. Uh, and then I introduced him to Eddie Furlong's Cameo page, which is just it happened a very quickly. Oh, my it God. It happened
0: very quickly. It was like text. Uh, There's this app called Cameo. Next then text. Then on. Next text link to eddie furlong's page on cameo
1: and i was like okay done deal oh there was one night there was one night i spent like an hour just watching his cameos like i was locked in he goes under full-blown existential crisis he's like oh yeah britney that's man that's so cool that's that's me. a good I, eddie furlong
0: impression to be completely that, honest with you so your your friend becky
1: um she says she says you're you're. Your birthday tomorrow i guess uh yeah man you've been friends for 10 god man you've been friends for 10 years i've never had that before man that's awesome so yeah um she said you're a big fan of of t2 yeah i was that was that was real super fun being in that you know god you, you gotta you gotta keep your friends close you know like i've never had that so i got locked into that shit for an hour and i couldn't stop um See,
0: it's just like
1: so, so it's like
0: it's so it's how me and patrick <laughs> how we coexist as yeah. friends is the strangest thing because i go down rabbit holes just not on eddie furlong's cameos yeah dude. i go down rabbit holes on like surgery youtube and pimple popping and cyst removal and which patrick just can't, I can't uh, get down with at all and then yet i can't deal with in embarrassment so patrick's like watch the first video and within 10 seconds i texted him back can't do it
1: can't do it <laughs> I, I get locked into that I shit. can't
0: do it i can't so, watch
1: that stuff so wow. rob rob sent eddie for a long 75 dollars i just try and get an intro to the podcast he's like hey this is eddie and you're listening to horror stuff you know um but <laughs> eddie never delivered and for a second, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe it's because it's a marketing thing. And then I saw his thing does say it's like $75 for a personal shout out. It's like $500 something if it's marketing or for a business, um, which I would not consider this either. Uh, but I, at first, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe he didn't do it because of that. He's not going to get roped in. Eddie's Eddie's a clever one. And then I read a little message under, under his, his, his profile, and it said, uh, it said, Hey, I'm not ignoring your cameos right now. I just, you know, I the, my the my phone camera's not working right now. And I, I got I gotta get it fixed in the next week or so. So Eddie Prolong doesn't have the money to get his phone fixed. And so his main source of income right now is probably shut off. Like Yeah, because Cameo.
0: Okay, now see here's we're running long, but it doesn't matter. But here's the thing yeah, we, Cameo sent me an email. And I took a screenshot and sent it to Patrick where cameo kind of holds your money in an escrow account and maybe not for all of them, but especially for Eddie Furlong, they're not giving him that $75 without confirmation. Oh, no, I got, I got my product. So Patrick's I sent it to Patrick and Patrick's like, yeah, here's the thing his phones down. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, I think Patrick's assumption was, we'll just try again later. I just doubled down, went right back, <laughs> sent him another $75 which I'm getting refunded and filled out everything else again. Yeah. And now I'm just waiting. So now it's basically like me, probably I'm probably the only pending cameo for him, Uh, but it's just like, it's like dangling candy. It's like, I'm still here, Eddie. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. Look, I know. I know you got that site. Don't worry, man. I know you got problems with your camera, bro, but I'm still here for you. I sent that seventy-five right back. And if when it comes back again, I'm gonna send it again. And we're just gonna keep. We're just gonna keep doing this dance
1: until he slips up. Yeah, until something happens. You got to catch him right at the right point of of the uh, coming the year, down before gotta, the heroin hits. Or, yeah, catch him on right as he's waking up from it. You got to
0: catch him on the downward yeah. slope where he's starting to regret things. Like, then he's like, like, "Oh, I've got priorities like
1: Rob's like, dude, cameo." I, Yes, I do highly recommend anytime if you if you've got a free moment, just and I know on the one hand, like it, it's not funny because it's, it's a human being's life that's just in, in a steady decline, but it seems to have plateaued. I think he's reached a point where it's just it's at a steady level of awful. Um, but even in the cameos, like the more you watch, like the more just run down and ragged that man his existence is insane
0: oh yeah no it's i feel bad for him i really do is it look so if people are upset with me hey this is a charitable contribution basically all this guy's got to do is get this is what he does for money is get somebody to show him how to work the camera on his phone and or or, he can send us a 10 second video talking about patrick's penis
1: so wait we're still on, we're doing that again
0: i'm not telling you what i'm doing again just if look if it's brought up it's no fault look, of my own
1: I, I, you know what? It, it is what it is however i, I was
0: actually no this the, the first one was yes not gonna lie
1: but no, the crit, keeper, the first, came, dude, the crit is...
0: keeper came through for me this this yeah. other one was just a pep talk my my buddy patrick's down in the dumps he could really use some you know some <laughs> pick-me-ups and i can't wait to hear what eddie furlong has to say about how to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and and get on getting on and finding the silver lining in life
1: that could be amazing yes you ordered you ordered just a generic yeah he doesn't
0: have to mention the show in any way shape or form which is fine and i assume he's not going to remember me from
1: anything else so we could we could could just open the show with um, like eddie's words of wisdom or something and just take clips of that shit
0: yeah he's gonna start giving me discounts like do like i'm a weekly customer of his not uh, a weekly rob no but he's gonna ramble for like three minutes you can take clips I am good at that. Oh, I I could. Oh man, I could do just furlong metal mashups. Yes. Oh,
1: dude. So (sighs) okay, we got a plan. This is look. This is this is how we're this is how we're working it. I don't know if you want to cut this off at some point, and this is just us talking now, or if this is you know still part of the podcast. Whatever. You might have to do some editing. I don't care. All right, all right.
0: Hold on. We're just we're gonna sign off because we're gonna because we are gonna
1: bounce. Yeah, we are just rambling and now we're back.
0: uh once w- once the Patreon kicks up and it's 175 ninety nine a month, which will all go to Rob's cameo fund, which yes. I can spend very quickly. Yes. Um recap we are going to try to get Candyman uh twenty twenty one next week. If not, don't worry, we'll find something else to watch. Yep. And that will be the uh six degrees to Eddie Furlong. Uh which Deal um, in there.
1: Also um, we do not really have, uh, we don't have any central way of you getting in contact with us really, uh, to my knowledge unless Rob set something up. So uh, that being said, I think he mentioned something about uh, doing hashtag horror stuff. Um, if you have something, if, if a Patreon is something that you would be interested in doing especially it would be centered around getting cameos for this. Um, especially. I can, the,
0: just, I can just give them your phone number.
1: No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Um and then, (laughs) um. However, what I would like to do—he
0: gets so—he I see I saw the flash in his eye after the whole Craigslist popcorn machine incident.
1: That was the thing. thing. (laughs) But if we did eventually get to a point, uh, where there was a market for it, I I am one hundred percent for having a like Patreon cameo fund where. You know, not going to offer stupid little incentives or anything like that necessarily, uh, other than help us get these cameos of people who are going to be in the film we're covering, perhaps. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I would be one hundred percent for that, and then that way every week, bang! Hey, guess what? We got uh fucking Tony Todd. Yeah, he's a little steep. Yeah, I think he was more than Brian can uh Brian. uh
0: I don't know, but he's definitely I think with the whole Candyman thing, he's definitely uh, in demand Okay, well, we will talk to you guys uh, next week and am yep. just going to do our regular, we got like just finally got like a regular intro-outro song I'm going to play that real quick Enjoy, we will talk to you guys later The blackest eyes, blackest, eyes, blackest The desert, The desert. I spent
2: eight years trying, eight years trying, purely in theory. I'm
1: drawing a line. I'm drawing a line. Saying here, do not read the Latin. Kunda, Kunda, Ometo se.